Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We're in location Bravo. Still, we're still here on uh, quarantine detail. So, we're uh, we're bringing we're bringing you all the show from uh, from the best of locations. I'm kind of liking it over here. I am too. I think this might be the permanent home. This might be the permanent <laughs> home. Yeah. Yeah. We got to finish putting up a little bit more decor in here, you know, and uh, uh, the the disco balls not malfunction or is malfunctioning. So we got to get that fixed. But other than that, uh, I think I like location Bravo the best. Hey, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. On my right is the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. Whose name is Earl? Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Ah, good to be back. Good to be back. Good to have you back, sir. Good to have you back. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining us. And um, on my left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort, attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you both for uh, again joining us, folks. If you've uh, if you're if you're tuning in right now and you, and you're going, wow, they're going pretty quick through this uh, through the intros today. We got important stuff to get. Yeah, to. we got things to get to. We got things to get to. We're going to get to you. We get a whole bunch of show for you. We're going to talk about uh, obviously what's going on in the news. We're going to talk to you about uh, guns and all things gun, all the gun time. We're going to talk to you about D Day later in today. But right now, we got an important guest we want to jump into. He's uh, he's got limited time, and when he says he's available, we we uh, you know we push our schedule around. So uh, please welcome to the program. One of the listen, one of the finest uh, law enforcement officers I've ever met, executives around, uh, and, and a true uh, Second Amendment supporter, uh, Sheriff Wayne Ivey from Brevard County, Florida. Sheriff, welcome back to the program. Hey, thank you, guys. Glad to be back with you. I hope everybody's doing all right. We are doing okay, sir. But you know what? Uh, we are we're indoors. Uh, you know, my my days of wearing the uniform and going out and having to deal with the nonsense are over. But uh, you, yours are not. You're out there doing it today. Well, our, our team um, uh, is certainly out there on the front lines every day, and they're, um, it's amazing just uh, here in Brevard County the things that have um, uh, impacted us in the past, you know, just few months from uh, having to adjust everything that we do transitionally from, uh, you know, COVID-19 to coronavirus, uh, an attempted manned space launch with our president and our vice president here, and then an actual launch with uh, both of them in audience um, and now we're dealing with everything going on around the nation as the result of what happened to George Floyd. 
Let, let me ask you about that, uh, Sheriff. You've, you've got, again, we've had uh, COVID going on, coronavirus. We, we've got the, the Floyd issues with the protesters. Um, you, you did handle the launches exceptionally well, as you always do over there. What, what would you, I mean, I, obviously the, the, the citizens of Brevard want to hear from you, but I know the rest, of the, the rest of the audience does as well. What would you tell those people out there now that are sitting around worried about their safety, what, what to do? Well, you know, in Brevard County, we're, we're very blessed. Our citizens, our community, um, all partner with us each and every day, not just, not just in a time of crisis, but throughout the year. And uh, so we've been pretty fortunate. All, all the gatherings, the vigils, everything else have been very peaceful. Um, everybody expressing, you know, their, their rights and their concerns. Um, and certainly we're, we're supportive of that. Um, I think also, you know, everybody knows that Brevard County, we don't tolerate any criminality. You, uh, if you want to commit a crime, we always tell everybody, you better go elsewhere, because if not, you're going to get to visit the Brevard County Jail. So, um, you know, I think, uh, I think everybody knows, you know, that our community is a strong one, and uh, we're, uh, we're going to respond to what's happening and not react to it like other communities are. Folks, if you haven't seen the video, and I'm going to ask the sheriff to expound on it, um, I think it was two weeks ago, Sheriff, maybe three weeks ago now, you had a, a problem house over in, I think it was the Port St. John community? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Port St. John, one of our local communities here. We had a house that uh, has been a, a nuisance, a thorn in the side to uh, the, the local neighbors there. And when I say a nuisance, I'm talking about a house that in 11 months we had 96 calls to. And these are not calls for somebody playing loud music. These were calls for overdoses, stolen cars, 31 disturbances, uh, needles thrown over the neighbor's fence, uh, just uh, just incredibly uh, stupid and criminal stuff so we we uh we had had enough of it the neighbors have certainly had enough of it and so we decided to take a little bit different approach uh yeah sheriff i saw the video you and your, your staff were standing out there you had your local uh, precinct guys with you and uh you you, you put it out there you put hey listen we're done uh, just what you just said to us and uh they try us Try us and see what happens. And I think it took less than 24 hours for them to... It didn't take that long. It's like, surprise, we have yeah, a winner. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've actually... Uh, update now is... Um, you know, and, and you're right. Um, we uh, we had had enough, and uh, we decided to do something a little bit outside the box. Um, and I always tell my team, I want you thinking outside the box. In fact, I want you thinking outside the warehouse where the box is at. Um, nice. And uh, we, uh, we, we came up with the idea, and uh, we put it up. And I'll tell everybody, the, the intent of the video was to put those inside that house, those nuisances, uh, or as I called them in the video, knuckleheads, on notice <laughs> that um, uh, they, were, they were under constant watch, under constant scrutiny, and anybody that came there was going to be under constant watch. And I even told them, you know, the neighbors, this, this house was so bad that the neighbors had all had installed video cameras that pointed directly at these individuals' houses or directly at this individual's house um, uh, for security. These were neighbors that wouldn't let their kids go outside and play because they, they feared they'd get hit by a car by, by some druggie or, or step on a hypodermic needle. It's just you can't imagine living in that environment. And uh, um, so we put them on notice. But the video's intent was to put them on notice and also to let the neighbors know that we, uh, we were going to uh, uh, do everything in our power to remedy them of this, this problem. And, I had no idea, guys, when, when we put that video up, that at some point it would reach 45 million people, which is how many people <laughs> it's reached on Facebook. Um, right. And uh, the, the overwhelming response from the world 
has been bravo. It's about time somebody stood up and said, we've had enough. And that's, that's what the video really was. I've had enough. I'm not going to allow our citizens to live like that. Um, these, are, these are thugs. These are people that are just constantly uh, asking to go to jail. Um, it took less than 24 hours. In fact, 30 minutes after we left, one of the neighbor's video camera caught um, uh, one of the players running out the back door. He uh, ran through the woods and broke into a house <laughs> over there. And, oh, uh, we, yeah, we got him, and I personally walked him in jail um, the next day and uh, um, slammed the door in his face. Um, and uh, uh, we've arrested two more from that house since then, so that's the update. We've arrested a total of three, and the neighbors uh, are telling me that uh, they're sleeping peacefully now. So uh, we, uh, we called it the um, uh, high-intensity target, the sheriff's high-intensity target, and uh, let it be a little message to anybody. You, you, uh, you want to be that big of a problem, you want to be a problem at all, we're going to put you in jail, and we're, and we're going to enjoy doing it. My team, my team loves to put bad people in jail. We absolutely love it. Folks, I don't know if you caught that. You don't want to be on the sheriff's high-intensity target list, okay? That's, that's what you don't want to be on. I don't want to be on his low-intensity target list. <laughs> don't be on the sheriff's, sheriff's high-intensity target list. So sheriff, sheriff, we got a break coming up. Can you hang out a minute for us? We'll, we'll get you in a couple of seconds here. Absolutely. You listen, listen to Arms Room Radio with Sheriff Wayne Ivey, Brevard County. Stick around. we got more after the break. Deltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios, location Bravo, here at uh, Quarantine Week. Uh, I've lost track of what week it is. Any idea, Earl? Any idea? No, I've been no, 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 no clue. No I've, clue. I've been working. I think we're in the third trimester now, though. I think it's ready to be over. I think, it's re- I think we're ready to be born. And I, I, I'm just—it's gone nuts. I, uh, I think I—I think I've sensed some contractions. <laughs> well, you know what? Now with the restaurants back open again, that's bound to happen. So, yeah. Uh, hey, on the line with this, uh, rejoining us, we have the sheriff of Brevard County. Please welcome back to the program, the high sheriff himself, Sheriff uh, Wayne Ivy. Uh, sheriff, welcome back. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. And- um, you guys, I know um, you've sure. been working because I know you're essential to uh, to uh, our uh, Second Amendment and everything else we do. We, you know what? We, we, we are, and we appreciate that, Sheriff. <laughs> that, 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 that means a lot to us. You know, we, we might be sitting in a bunker here, you know, uh, you know not, uh, not exercising as often as we should be, but, but we're pretty essential, so we, we, we appreciate that. Yeah, he called us essential. I'm going to need to get a judge to sign off on that so I get that declared. You know? Hey, uh, we need our producer to mark that so yeah, we can you know, hang on to that. <laughs> Um, uh, Sheriff, I, I, we, we talked to uh, residents, and we told them, uh, you know, citizens of Brevard and, and the citizens listening around the country that are listening to the program right now. Um, on the flip side, we have our law enforcement brothers and sisters out there that are just absolutely under fire. And I'm not talking about the, you know, the uh, specific individuals. I'm talking about law enforcement in general. We're seeing them become targets. We're seeing the ridiculousness now. I think it's... Um, Minneapolis, the Minneapolis City Council there has said they want to disband 
the police department so they could have social workers do the job, some sort of new public service that they want to do. The Los Angeles police uh, or council out there is, is, is defunding the agency because they want to find a new way to, to do law enforcement. Those, those brothers and sisters out there, it doesn't matter if, you know, green, blue, tan, whatever they're wearing, what would you say to all the law enforcement out there now, Sheriff, that are having to deal with well, this every day? Well, the first thing I would say what any other law enforcement officer would say, and that is what happened to George Floyd is outrageous, despicable, um, and certainly not a representation of the one million law enforcement officers that go to work every day with the thought of protect and serve, not, not harm somebody. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a tragedy. It is absolutely one that should not have happened, should have never happened. And most law enforcement officers, um, in fact, I would say 99.99999% of active law enforcement officers and retired law enforcement are absolutely outraged at what they did to George Floyd and, and what they didn't do to stop it um, in that context. And, and any time where there's, there's police brutality, we're all outraged as a result of it because it tarnishes our badge. But let me say this. Um, one, one bad player does not make the entire team bad. And, you know, it's funny. I saw the NFL weigh, weigh in yesterday and come out and, uh, with their statement uh, against police brutality. And uh, everybody should have a statement against police brutality. And, right, right. Uh, but, you know, everybody also ought to have a statement that says law enforcement officers overwhelmingly protect us. Law enforcement officers overwhelmingly serve us. Law enforcement officers overwhelmingly um, serve with honor, integrity, passion, and compassion. Um, but I didn't hear that in the NFL statement. And it, it's funny. It's, it's almost like they're suggesting that these four bad apples uh, in, in Minneapolis, um, that, that since we all wear the same uniform, then we're all bad apples is the, is the jest I got from their message. And it's kind of ironic when, when uh, Aaron Hernandez of the New England Patriots murdered a guy, um, did that mean that all of the New England Patriots were murderers? I don't think so. I think that's absolutely absurd to assume that, just like it's absurd to assume that all law enforcement officers are bad because of what happened to George Floyd at the hands of, of a bad apple. So, you know, I think right now we're, we're very blessed in Brevard County. Our citizens love us. They trust us, and they protect us just as much as we love, trust, and protect them. But I think the entire world from every corner of, of our country needs to take a deep breath right now and say, these men and women, these brave, courageous souls that go out every day and protect us and do it right every day, they don't deserve this. Um, we, the, those, those people that, that did this to George Floyd and the others that have violated and tarnished their badge by doing something bad to someone else, they don't represent us. They might wear the same uniform, but they're not us. Um, and, and we don't deserve that, and neither does um, any other law enforcement officer throughout the country that um, puts their badge on, looks in the mirror, and is proud of who they see. Very true, Sheriff, and just, just spoken perfectly. You know, I, I did see this morning, I believe it was, and, 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 and not confirmed. And, and for the most part, we've, we've, we've stood here and said, listen, what we saw on video was, was, was wrong and reprehensible, but you know what, it's, there's going to be more to this that comes out. Let's wait until we start throwing decisions, making decisions on, on the, on the before there's massive overhaul and everything else. Let's figure out what's, what happened. And the one I saw this morning that I think explained a little bit more to me, like, like you said, how did, how did these other officers stand there and do that? The piece of information I saw that two of them, two of these officers were in their second week on the job. So their first right. week in field training, you know, and, yeah. and Listen, folks, if you've ever been the new guy somewhere and you've got a guy that you're, you're training with and he's got 15, 16, 17 years on the job, 
you just imagine. You know, that guy says, uh, listen, uh, the color of the sky is green. Well, guess what? The color of the sky is green. Right. So uh, yeah, it doesn't you know, excuse think, it, but it explains I, a little bit. It, it does, and I think uh, all of those things will come out. But at the end of the day, um, you know, at, in that level of responsibility where you wear a badge, you know right and wrong. And, uh, Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. You know, and so somebody asked me, they said, you know, what technique was he using? Uh, the I haven't a clue what technique he was using because I've been a cop for 40 years and never been taught to or seen anybody be trained to kneel on somebody's neck for nine minutes. Um, I got to be honest with you. At my age, I don't think I can kneel down for 30 seconds because my knees are so bad. <laughs> but I, I cannot, for the life of me, explain what that individual was thinking to do that. Not, not for the life of me. And it kind of, kind of goes along in the same lines of I can't explain right now this talk, this rhetoric of let's defund law enforcement agencies. What logic does that make in any sense? In fact, um, right now, to me is the time to uh, talk about training, advanced training, remedial training, um, all, all of these things that, you know, our law enforcement officers go through on a regular basis. But if you defund law enforcement, who's going to respond when your child's missing? Who's going to respond when a thug breaks into your home or your business or steals your car? Right. Um, right. Quite frankly, let's just look at the last three months at what most citizens really believe and feel about law enforcement. We, I know our agency and across the country, law enforcement officers uh, with our partners in uh, the fire um, at rescue industry have been going through neighborhoods um, with our blue lights and sirens on, uh, uh, helping celebrate the birthdays of little children who couldn't have a birthday yeah. party because of, of social distancing. This, that's the image that most people have of law enforcement, not the image of what, what um, uh, the individual did to George Floyd. And you notice I don't even call his name because he doesn't deserve to have his name mentioned, um, just like those that kill law enforcement officers don't have their name, deserve to have their name mentioned. Um, it's, uh, it's certainly uh, uh, tarnished their badges, and if we are not careful as a nation, um, we're, we're going to allow it to tarnish the badges of uh, those who protect and serve with honor and dignity. Uh, you know, I've, I've said it a couple of times before uh, that if you get a bad waitress at a restaurant and she's got her thumb in your drink, you, you know what? You, it doesn't mean you give up going to restaurants. It doesn't mean you, you never have another experience right, no, with a uh -huh. waitress. But for this well, to happen, where we've obviously got one bad egg to declare that all are bad is just and ludicrous, or they're looking for excuses, not the protesters. You want to go out and protest no. and exercise your First Amendment rights responsibly, but these rioters and looters, that's despicable. Yeah, there's, there's three types of um, uh, people that we're seeing engage in this. Um, those that truly have um, the best interests of, of protection and, and um, uh, in their heart, they, they want to see you know, the right thing so that this never happens again. Those, that's the first group. The second group are opportunists that are looking for an opportunity to go steal a TV, um, or throw a brick through somebody's window. And the third group is that group that has the political agenda, agenda the Antifa's those. Unfortunately, the second two groups, their, their actions are overshadowing the efforts of the first group um, that really have the right thought and the right thing in mind. And, you know, it's, right now it's, it's funny because um, groups are, are uh, some of them are chanting, you know, bad things towards law enforcement. Law enforcement is lining the streets, protecting their First Amendment so that they can march and, and protest. And, and those law enforcement officers are out there protecting them. 
as they're as they're doing that. So yeah, you the, know, the irony of yeah, the irony of that is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah, you, know, and you you hit it you hit it right on the head. You you show me any profession, and I'll show you a bad apple in that profession. Sheriff, thank you for joining us. It's always a pleasure to have you on, and we hope to get you back on soon. I think we'll see you at the Gun Rights Policy Conference in a couple months also. Absolutely, guys. Folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the uh, Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios location. Bravo. We'll see you after the break. This is Mike from Arms Room Radio, and I support this message. Matt Mallory and Clint Macro, co-hosts of Meet the Pressers, will be offering USCCA instructor development courses in Titusville, Florida at the American Police Hall of Fame Museum. Matt will be teaching the Concealed Carry and Home Defense Fundamentals instructor course on June 27th and 28th. And Clint will be teaching the Defensive Shooting Fundamentals Level 1 instructor course on June 29th through July 1st. Sign up on meetthepressers.com. Mike again. Join Arms Room Radio with Clinton Matt at the range, June 27th to July 1st. America. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. So look a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Yeah, you do. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Thank you. Location Bravo. Location Bravo. Man, is that a treat when we get the sheriff on? That's, that's, uh, that's. It reminds me, and listen, I know those of you that, uh, that are living up in the north, uh, I think the Pacific Northwest is this way, but living in uh, the northeast this may not mean anything to you, but in the, the southern portion of the United States and the western portion of the United States, when you say the high sheriff, that's, a, that's got some meaning. You know, that's uh-huh. a, that's, a, that's yeah. a, I don't think it, people realize that when things go completely wrong, he is the law yeah. of the, the land. The governor? No. No, the governor yeah. ain't in charge. Yep. Yeah. The, the mayor's not in charge. Nope. The city council's not in charge. The high sheriff is where the buck stops. Yep. If he says, Bob's your uncle, guess who Bob is? Your He's uncle. He's your uncle. <laughs> Bob's your uncle. It's weird. There's, a, um, there's old, 
and it's got to be you know hundred two hundred year old kind of law you know uh, in, in Florida. It's older than that. The the well, Kevin would know. He was there. <laughs> um, the, uh, Who do you think was holding the Magna Carta kind of stuff? <laughs> the only person that can issue a warrant for a sheriff is the coroner. <laughs> it's, just, it's just somebody had reasoned it somewhere because 200 years ago. Because the coroner decides the cause of death. Correct, correct. So, and if he determines the sheriff caused the death, he can issue a yeah. warrant for the sheriff. So the chief judge can't come out. Mm-hmm. Another law enforcement agency can't come out. It's got to be the, they got to convince a coroner somewhere to sign off on a. a and you know a what coroner will do? You go. You want me to do what? Yeah. <laughs> That's ball yeah. <laughs> No, oh. get Enos to sign it. He'll do it. <laughs> That's right. He'll sign anything. <laughs> but that was uh, again Sheriff uh, Wayne Ivey. So uh, if you want to look up Brevard County, it's Brevard County, Florida. You know them. That's the uh, the Space Coast over there. You know that's uh, so it's a big. Uh, it's a long, It's a tall county. It's not so much a wide county as it is a tall county. Yeah, it's a long county. It's a. Uh... Oh boy, I forget. I have to look up those stats now. I have to give you that. Um, so uh, it, I've been from the north end to the south end. Yeah. I don't know how many miles I went, but it took me a while. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and he, you can drive in and out of it and in and out of it and serpentine, <laughs> but, you know, but if you want to get all the way to the other end, it takes a minute. Yeah. See, uh, speaking, of, uh, speaking of statistics. Oh, boy. We we, we, neither one of us did that. They're Mr. <laughs> CDO. No, I, one of no, us did I, that. I did. I did. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, didn't you hear him? He, he, yeah. Speaking of statistics. <laughs> but you only do that when someone else says it. Uh-huh. Uh, you and your rules. It's called a segue. <laughs> Not the kind that you mm-hmm. used because you were mall cop. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Blart, mall cop in it. He, he fell off his without his helmet. We have not given you statistics in a while. Yeah, it has been a little we, we have, So we, uh, we're going to – this is uh, this is the substitute opening segment right now. No. Okay. Because, because we had the, we gave Sheriff Wayne Ivey – listen, when the, sheriff, when the sheriff calls and says, I can come on, but i got to come on right now, you're like, uh, yeah, okay, we're doing it. We're doing it right now. We're getting the man on. We're we're not cutting out the shenanigans. We're just moving. we're just yeah we're just we're just moving the shenanigans. Shifting them to the right a little uh-huh. bit. Yeah. Shifting them to the right. Shenanigans. Uh, I swear to God, the next What's guy. What's the name of that bar? I'm a pistol with on myself. You mean shenanigans? <laughs> oh, <laughs> put that away. The top countries. This is the top countries that America. Uh, that uh, we have been we oh, have wait. been listened I didn't to. Understand the question? No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. You're right, and I just lost it. I'll bring it back up. The uh, scroll, scroll. the top the top countries that uh, Arms Room Radio has been listened to uh, during the past uh, week. This is the past week. Let's see. Number one, and why is this not scrolling? Let's go here. There we go. <laughs> the Zoom call he was on, and he didn't close all his screens. <laughs> I got embarrassing in a hurry. Number one, Earl, you're on the money. USA, USA, USA. Number number two. The United Kingdom, United Kingdom. So we have the United Kingdom going on there. Number three, always hanging in there. I don't know what it is. It's, listen, we haven't done the stats in a couple months. Uh, I don't know how we got away from it, but number three, hanging in there, Cambodia. We are what we are heck? hitting Cambodia. We we got Cambodia. it going. Cambodia, Cambodia. Number four, our friends to the Great White North. Uh, eh? In fact, they uh, they had their two astronauts, Bob and Doug. They took off this week. <laughs> Bob and Doug take off. Eh? <laughs> take off. You take off. You hosers. I, I love it. It's been going around. You know, okay, they're going to be out in space for a long time. Everybody's got enough time to go out and buy a gorilla suit and learn how to ride a horse for when they land. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, when they land. Yeah, we just pull up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm dressed in a pterodactyl. A, <laughs> everybody's got the T-Rex costumes. I want to yeah, yeah. Uh, number, uh, number five is uh, 
Spain. España. 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 Number six, South Africa. Mm. Okay. I have no commentary. <laughs> no commentary <laughs> little, on South Africa. Little, little palm wine. <laughs> Number seven, the Russian Federation. Yeah, well. <laughs> no, no, that's Germany. That's, 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 <laughs> I know, I keep getting yeah. well, it. Number eight, Germany. Ah, yeah, well. <laughs> Very good. You know how it's like shoe in German? Shoe. That's exactly right. <laughs> you know how to say garage in French? Garage. garage. You know how to say je ne sais quoi in English? Je ne sais quoi. Boy, you almost messed it up. <laughs> Number nine, our friends in Australia. Number ten, Good day. New Zealand. The uh, the recently uh, disarmed New Zealand. Ah, the Kiwis. Yeah, yeah. So, don't yeah. you believe that for a second? <laughs> I see a lot of people down there fighting with uh, you know like pickaxes now and stuff. Um, and whether there's a lot of, I bet you there's a lot of twenty four inch duck tactical hunting shotguns now. <laughs> <laughs> In, in New Zealand. You know, what I don't want to have somebody do is I, I don't think I would like a Maori coming at me with a pickaxe, okay? I think I would learn to fly just by moving my arms really fast, okay? That's, that's it. That's how you do it. Um, all right, a couple of top cities. We'll give you these before we go. Let's see. Uh, uh, once again, uh, by far, Fredericksburg, Virginia. Uh, and that's that's right there. That's, uh, that's headquarters... Uh, DOD kind of NRA kind of our friends in the agency they're all there listening to us. so they're listening to us in the basement they're tracking us they're I'm tracking not us. Fort Dodge Iowa Fort Dodge this is oh I don't know I don't know where this one is I've never heard this before maybe you guys do Flowery Branch Georgia you know where there's a Flowery Branch Georgia I've never heard of Flowery Branch Georgia no huh? so that one's that one's there uh, then Joe then I know got, where Climax Georgia is. I don't think I you know do. where Helen. I don't think you do. Helen, Georgia. I know where it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know uh, where Helen, Georgia is? I do. Yeah. Just north of Alabama. <laughs> Helen, Georgia, is where the uh, the old German town is. It's I've been there. The German village. Swiss. Yeah. No, it's German. No, it's Swiss. Well, it might have been Swiss, but the Germans took it. Good point. <laughs> it was it was a Swiss village until about thirty nine. You know, then then the Germans started the German village. Uh, it was Austrian. Austrian. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Uh, then, uh, then we have, we've got all the usual suspects here. Seattle, thank you for listening. So, uh, San Diego, Cla- Claremont, Florida, not too far down there. Lynchburg, Virginia, isn't that where they make the uh, lemonade? They make lemonade, lemonade there, lemonade there uh-huh. in uh, yeah. Lynchburg, Virginia. Yeah, the other uh, Lynchburg. Whoa, 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 Lynchburg, Virginia. Yeah, yeah, because Lynchburg, Lynchburg, Tennessee. Lynchburg, Tennessee is where they make the other stuff. Ah, that's, that's the one I'm. Yeah. The Old one number seven. Yeah. Lynchburg yeah. lemonade is yeah. from yeah. Virginia. That's yeah. where they make the lemons. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. And then they send it to Kentucky, Tennessee. And then we uh, we we. Well, they send it to Kentucky. Okay. Tennessee comes and gets it. We were around that. I think the first uh, foreign city we actually get is uh, we get down to number twenty-four, and that's our friends in Cambodia there in Phnom Penh. That would be the capital. That would be the capital. There we go. So it's the capital of our Cambodian listeners as well. That's the number one Cambodian listeners here hmm. coming from Phnom Penh. I wonder if that's so. a good thing or a bad thing, being it's the capital. Well, well, they, got, they have audio, visual equipment there. The, it's a very rural community. Right. But I'm wondering, is it, is it a citizen or is it the government? Uh, yeah. Mm. Mm. I'm not really worried about that anymore. The government of Cambodia? Okay. Yeah. 
No, no, yeah. Yeah, me not, either. That's not really. No. Yeah. I've been there. I've been there. Listen, Kevin, I, I, think I, I, in- I have also been to perhaps that part of Southeast Asia. I'm going to say you and I have uh, have had, the, have had the, uh, the pleasure of international travel on many 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 occasions. Yes, and to the point where when we're getting a flight, you don't even take flights that overfly certain locations. <laughs> <laughs> now you, you're right. I uh, that, you know the, the movie White Knights. Yeah, yeah. You fly over the UAE. I'm going to look like Kareem Bishikoff in the <laughs> trunk of the plane, yeah. tearing my passport yeah. up and flushing it down yeah. the toilet. Yeah. Listen, yeah, I don't want to land in the UAE on account of they kind of got this thing about how. I'm smarter than them, and they think I'm a terrorist. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a true story. True story. So. Hey, listen, Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Control Cell Phone Pistol Studios location. Bravo. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast, and around the world with Mike and the guys and the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by SnagMag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com.
Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Location, bravo. Before we get into our story here, I got a little note here during the break um, from one of our uh, one, of the, one of the people listening to the program live as we do it as we do it uh, every week here for you. Um, from Dr. John. Dr. John. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. He says that uh, he lived in Fort Dodge, Iowa, back in the back in the mid '90s. So, um, so if we need to get there, let me give him a call. Give, uh, give him a, or if you need some sort of, uh, I mean, premium, high quality uh, orthopedic pediatric surgery, he you call him for that too. I mean. Yeah. Otherwise, he knows how to get to Fort Dodge. Yeah. So, yeah, that's so pediatric orthopedic hey, surgery you know, or directions to Fort Dodge. He, he's kind of the guy you would call and because, look, I need the pros from Dover. <laughs> Roll it. Yeah. Takes yeah. yeah. the general's kid, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're exactly right. Exactly right. Um, hey, when we were talking with the, uh, the sheriff, Sheriff Wayne Ivy there earlier, we were talking about uh, um, um, protests and the difference between protesting and, and he, he told us uh, rioting. rioting and looters. Um, uh, there's, a, there's a story we're going to get to you a little bit later on in the program about what happened when Somebody did attempt to protect themselves from uh, from looters, and uh, and I think that's going to come down to uh, um, state laws, law to law, you know how it's interpreted from state to state, and we'll get to that. Um, but we had um, in Atlanta, just outside of Atlanta, this past uh, this past couple of days, there was a there was an organization, and uh, I don't know if you, you know, those of you old enough. To know, or those that are Marvel fans, you know, I guess you could, you would know. And that's why the comic book kind of didn't get made into a movie for a long time. Right, right. Because they co-opt the name. Uh, Black Panthers. Now, listen, Black Panthers back in the, back in the day, back in the day, 60s, 70s, they were, I mean, they were, uh, the goal was to kill cops. You know, kill cops and government officials. That was, that was, that was it. Now, I guess there's the, the new Black Panther party, which I don't listen, I don't have their charter in front of me or anything like that. And I'm, but I can't throw a, a judgment out on something on, that I don't know about. I can tell you that I have some information on what they did this week, and we want to give you their, our view on what they did this week. Well, there's a, a – again, we know about rioting and looting that has gone on in Alabama – excuse me, in, uh, in, in Georgia, outside of Atlanta. Uh, armed, mem- armed members of the new Black Panther Party uh, were seen marching alongside peaceful demonstrators during a protest in Georgia. You had uh, – Video surfaced showing that the new Black Panther members dressed in all black, marching arm in arm as they formed a line to protect the uh, the BLM protesters during a march in Atlanta on Friday. They were seen wearing what appeared to be uh, boy, this is bouncing around on me now. So hold on, folks. Um, you know, tactical gear, tactical weapons. Mm-hmm. You know, they were they were they were dressed and they were ready to go. And I think what the point we want to bring up to you is, um, listen, you've got protesters. And if you're showing up to just protest, uh, and this is kind of what we're seeing, this is kind of where the sheriff started to go, that those protesters at some point are being uh, uh, co-opted, they're being confronted, they're being uh, you know, uh, pushed to the rear. There, there are some reports out there that some, of, some protesters are being paid to turn violent and become a rioter. Yes, okay, all right. And so you have those that legitimately want to go out and, and, uh, and voice state their First of, Amendment. State of political view. Correct, correct. And they're doing so in the right place. You know, they, they, they're doing it to the, um, they're doing it to the, they go to the police station, they go to the courthouse, they go to the uh, uh, city hall, wherever they happen to do it. They're not doing it at uh, blocking highways. Right? So if you're going to protest, you don't block highways. And I saw somebody's analysis of that said, well, we've been inconvenienced by police brutality, so we're going to inconvenience your travel. 
No, that's called breaking the law. And once you start breaking the law, now the cops going to come in. Now they're going to clear you out. Now all these, you know, everything is going to ensue from there. You want to protest against the government? Go to a government building. Go to a government facility. Protest against the government. Well, either like Earl just said, like some of them are getting paid to start becoming violent, or they're being confronted by these looters and the rioters. Well, this this new black party, blue new black panther group, stood with the BLM group mm-hmm. during the day, and literally provided you know armed security for them. Uh, because guess what people don't do when you have a group of people that are calmly and rationally standing there with firearms. Mess with them. Yeah, they don't mess with you. They, they leave you alone. We saw this happen the past week, uh, a week ago, in the protests for the COVID virus, for the coronavirus, up in Michigan, where you had a bunch of uh, African-Americans, black Americans, uh, that organized on the, the state capitol steps in, in Michigan, and all armed. And one, no bad guys came and messed with them. No bad guys came, started, tried to start trouble, tried to start a fight. Two, when the police came, you know what they did? They said, hey, we see you guys are calm over there. We're calm over here. We good? We you good. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like I tell people when, when you identify the fact that you're armed when you get stopped by the police. You usually get a, okay, you don't touch yours, I won't touch mine. Exactly right, yeah. Your safety is the biggest concern for you as it is for me, you know? We're, we're good. So, I see this going on now. There, there are some places. Now, here's what we want to tell you. Um, there are some places, some jurisdictions, where the laws are a little different. So, you can't just show up and decide. Now, Michigan is one of them. You could take the firearms to the Capitol. And in some states, most states, you can't do that. Michigan just has that law. It's never written into law up there, uh, or which, whatever their reasons are. In some states, if you're going to go protest, you can't take a firearm with you. So you need to know your state law. Even if you're a licensed concealed carrier holder, uh, or if it happens to be open carry in your state, but if you're doing concealed carry, that might be one of those places where not allowed to carry a firearm in a protest. So, Guess what else you shouldn't carry in a protest? A bat. Yeah, a bat. Yeah, yeah. A brick. Yeah, yeah. A piece of a pool cue. Right, right. right. So a bottle full of gasoline with a rag sticking out of the top of it. So you've got some choices to make. And here's, here's why I would tell you this. You, you can go protest, and if you're not allowed to have that firearm, uh, you know, you, you hear us say it all the time. Or you hear me say it all the time. You hear the guy say it, too. Uh, you won't catch me down in the gun-free zone. You know? Um, well, this happens to be one of those places where what if you do get hit in the head with a brick from behind? Then you fall out. Then the medics pick you up. Then they take you to the hospital. And you were at the protest. And now they get a gun on you. You, are you ready to catch the charge? You know, it's up to you. You've got to make that decision. You know, are you ready for you get to knocked out and somebody else gets possession of the firearm and then your firearm's used? It's, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of questions you've got to ask yourself. So, so I will start off and finish it with saying, know your law. And know whether or not you're going to obey your law, too. I'm not telling you to break the law. But if you do, know what the consequences are. You know, or get yeah. yourself a, a good lawyer. You know, Listen. You got the murder hornets off. They just got charged with manslaughter by the time I was done. <laughs> Didn't hear from them anymore. Yeah? Actually, we're waiting on the hearing. I'm going to try to argue that that was self-defense. Self-defense, self-defense <laughs> hornets? Guy, yeah. guy had a can of spray in his hand. So Justifiable was... homicide hornets is what they were. Yeah. He had a can of rain. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. He didn't die. He's, oh. got, he's just going to kind of, he looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger for like three weeks. He got <laughs> puffed up. Little <laughs> swole up in a couple of voices. <laughs> oh. 
So if you're going to go to a protest, listen, um, you, have your, you have your right. Uh, I would make sure you know what you protest for. Uh, when I happen to be able to view one this week, uh, we all know people here that have been to these protests in a, uh, a non-protesting capacity. Let's say it like that. Um, again, it's one That's of those what things. I call it, yes. <laughs> I was at a protest in a non-protesting capacity. <laughs> it, it, the people that you talk to at the protest, it's, I, I'm pretty positive they're all the Bernie Sanders people, you know, because they said, listen, if Bernie doesn't get elected, we're going to cause problems. You go down there and you ask them, why are you protesting? Well, we're protesting because they're protesting. Well, what, what are they protesting for? Police brutality. And, and, and tell, me, tell me what's going on. Oh, it's rampant. Then, again, just like you know, Sheriff Ivey said, uh, you might have that one, but 99.999%. Yeah. Are, well, are, are a lot true. of them are arguing that police brutality is you arrested people I knew. Yes. Why did they arrest him? Well, they said he had weed or, you know, he was selling meth or, you know, he was DUI. Was he? Yeah, but that still doesn't mean he should get arrested. Why? Because it's oppressive. Yeah. Wait, what? It, it's yeah. oppressive? Yeah. Yeah, it's oppressive. They, they wouldn't have arrested a white guy for DUI. <laughs> you yeah, know the breathalyzer sure. can't tell the difference between <laughs> the skin of color of your body. It doesn't care. Right. Uh, yeah, they want no rules. Maybe that's what no, they, they want. They want back on. There's they, one there's rule. <laughs> there's, they want rules. They just don't want them to apply to them. Apply to them. Yeah, exactly right. Um, we've got uh, more program coming up for you after the break. In fact, Kevin, I, I, I want to talk to you on the break about that. There's something I'm looking at talking about uh, next segment, next hour. Yeah, it's just pretty neat. So, um, You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Until next hour, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Deltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America!
It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, (laughs) welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Location Bravo. Earl called me. You called me. Yeah, Location Bravo doesn't have the the rule of no food in the studio. No food in the studio, and um, that six minutes came around pretty fast, and uh, we had to, you know, the Uber Eats just showed up, and we were trying to (laughs) to get it done. No, I think the thing we're missing in here is a microwave. Exactly. Yes, we could use a microwave in here. Some sort of uh-huh. a, some sort of unlicensed nuclear accelerator. That's <laughs> what you're, you're looking for, Kevin. Is, is what you're saying? Yeah, well, yeah. only with a half life of five thousand years. <laughs> yeah. Don't cross the streams. No, cross no. The streams. That, that's true of a lot of things in life. <laughs> it's, you don't cross the streams. Uh, hey, <laughs> like Earl. I like Earl, but I don't <laughs> like to like Earl. <laughs> On my right, the right hand man, the great, 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 great. Great, great, great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Ah, good to be back. Good to be back. Great to have you here, sir. Since we did not get the opportunity to ask you last hour, how was uh, how were things in the week of Earl? Good, good. And uh, I have uh, some good news to share. This is some wonderful news. Yes, to share. yes. If. Uh... If we have some lengthy listeners that listened about a well, year what? ago, how, how how long do you think they are? I mean, what, what are we what are we talking listeners about? Listeners that have listened for a long oh, time. Oh, okay. Wow. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm not the wordsmith Kevin is. Remember, you know, the voice of the common man. Sometimes it gets screwed up. Uh, we just wanted to know how you knew they were lengthy. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Are we talking about their hair? Yeah, their height. Their height. Their height. Yeah, that's all they are. Yeah, exactly. About Short a year, people got no body. <laughs> about a year ago, I started uh, monthly chemotherapy treatment for having some skin cancer removed. As of yesterday, I had my last treatment. <laughs> uh, I don't have the applause button. There we go. Hey, there we go. It looks like that. Perfect. Perfect. Did it make your hair fall out? I, did, I, I didn't have hair to begin with. Yes, oh, I, I know. Smart Alec. That's no, no, a, no. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. That is wonderful news. That is wonderful news. Uh, that's uh, now. Now, from here on, that's the what's the what's the next step in, in all of this for you? Uh, about a month and a half. I do have uh, one last uh, right now. One last CAT scan or uh, CT scan. Okay. And then we'll take it from there, and then it'll be like you know, once every six months, right. and then nothing comes up once a year. And yeah. I'm trying to remember now, it was so long ago when I started this, that the doctor mentioned that it's going to be probably close to five years of observation before I'm yes. officially declared cancer-free. Correct, correct, yeah. But as of right now... So you're like on cancer probation. Yeah, pretty much. He's got none, but you never know when it's going to show back up and you know start some nonsense. At least he doesn't have to wear the bracelet. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah it's off. Yeah, he's off the promotion. No, no ankle monitor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that's wonderful news. That's wonderful news. And um, uh, folks, if you if you have any 
Inkland, and we talked about this when Earl first started this, um, I, and I believe Earl, your tip to everybody was, don't macho it out. Go go figure out yeah. what the heck it is. Yeah, exactly. You know, get get checked out. Dude looked like somebody took a battle axe and lopped a piece of his arm off. I mean, it was, <laughs> he wasn't. He didn't. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's yeah. no. That was. Uh, yeah, I thought I had some scars. That was a good scar, by the way. That was. <laughs> I just haven't figured out the tattoo yet, but I still think the hourglass is going to work. Yep, yep. Yeah, 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 it'd be kind of cool. It's uh, and when you first got it done, it had that little. It was almost like a little, little divot there, and it was, we were doing shots out of it. Little divot. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, little yeah, divot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing would hold a whole cup. That's it. Yeah. 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 If he needed somewhere to set a cigar down too, he could do that. Oh yeah, it was like yeah. Right. It, it was kind of a holder. <laughs> hey, on my left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja. Please welcome him back, Attorney Kevin Merrick. I like the fact that they throw all shots out of it. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? That's how we keep it clean. Oh, yeah. Keep Salt it. and lime. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Uh, how are things in the world of uh, Max Law Orlando this week? Anything going on? Uh, you know, it's been, it's been a little quiet. I had a... We're beginning to have hearings in person now. Right, right. Although some judges are like, nope, you can't be in the room with me yet. <laughs> I'm still scared of you guys. Right. They're, they're very Biden-ish. You know, they're going to oh, yeah, yeah. stay in the bunker. Yeah. You're right, um, right. Let's, let's sniffing your hair. Drink, drinking yeah. drinking the, the, the pink champagne. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. Um, cocktails. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Stripper mm-hmm. drinks. Yep, yep. Uh, from the 70s. <laughs> um, but uh, it's been fairly quiet. You know, the... The trucking industry that I do some representation on has right. really had some challenges, and uh, so I've given quite a couple of speeches uh, to Zoom calls and to uh, I did the Day Zemo show, okay. which is a Sirius XM radio yep, show yep. about what truckers should and shouldn't do if when confronted with crowds, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah. uh, don't get out of the truck yeah. and don't stop. Use low range, not high yeah, range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you gear down. Okay. And and if you can stop and just watch them, stop and watch them. But if they approach you, you you need to uh, you need to take evasive action. And oh. evasive evasive action in an eighteen wheeler is interesting. Yeah. Well, it's about it can be done. Five miles an hour. It can <laughs> you know, be you done. Just, you just start pushing through, like you said. You don't want to go range. so fast that somebody can't get out of the way. Correct. So you want to go fast enough to give them an opportunity to seek life not in the travel lane. But in Florida, it is a crime to step off the curb and into the roadway, not in a crosswalk, in front of a moving vehicle. Right, right. So watch for crosswalks if you're driving, you're hauling a load in town, because they'll use those as an opportunity to force uh, you to stop. Yeah, yeah. And then watch for choke points, overpasses, underpasses, uh, you know, that used to be that we had some shoulders and some medians we could pull through in central florida but that, that's all gone now right mm-hmm. it's it's all construction zones um so there's not really anywhere for you to go in order to try to go around what is amounted to a roadblock so try to don't pass a roadblock if the if the police have the road blocked don't blow through it that's what the guy in the tanker did he that's why he got arrested he right. blew through a, a designated roadblock don't blow through roadblocks and uh plan your trips get with dispatch find the Find a route that does not include uh, you getting placed in harm's way. And do not, look, if they try to come in your truck, that's a threat to your life. They're not taking you out of the truck because they want to buy you a cheeseburger. Okay? Right. That's, so, so this is the same thing we would tell you for, for carjacking with, with automobiles. If they get out and they, 
they hit your car, they, they, they you know, use a chain and they hit the hood, or they kick out a taillight. That's all damage to your vehicle. That's not deadly force, though. No. As soon as they grab the door handle, or as soon as they hit the window, any of the windows, to the passenger compartment, now you're a deadly force. Yeah. Now, because they're not coming into the car, as Kevin said, to buy you a cheeseburger. Nope. Yeah. It's not even a taco. No, not even a taco, no. No, not even if it's Taco Tuesday. Uh-uh. No, exactly right. I had this box of chocolate-filled cherries. Did you like one? For, for all my fellow drivers, I recommend idling in fourth gear. There you go. Just that's, like that. That's some technical. That's, that's, like, that's like gun tech kind of stuff. Right there. <laughs> that's hey, listen, Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios location. Bravo. We'll see you after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. 
We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. It's Gil from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Uh, uh, location Bravo. Here we are, Location Bravo. So, so thank you for sticking around uh, with us here. Um, it's a story out of Philadelphia. You know, and I think we covered earlier that um, there are groups in Philadelphia uh, that... Um, uh, South Philly, South Philly, where you had the police, I guess, have been uh, you know, overtasked, like we're seeing in many, many places. Yeah. Well, the, the community and a largely Italian-American community there decided that um, we got this. Forget about yeah, it. We got, we got this. We got this. And they did their own little patrol with their own uh, you know, uh, self-defense weapons. Let's call them that. And uh, cops ah. didn't. There you go. Self-defense tools. Self-defense tools. There you go. There you go. Yeah, it's that good. army training. Yeah. yeah. Army training, sir. Yep, yep. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Manic, manic, manic. Um, and uh, police, uh, police came up and uh, saw them all there and said, uh, "You guys got this." And they were like, "Yeah, forget about it." You know. And, <laughs> and they all left. You know. And they, they don't talk like that in Philly. No, Philly's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Philly's more, uh, more, more, well, like a, like a Rocky Balboa. That's a Philadelphia accent. Uh, it's a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more drawn out. You know. Um, I mean, you're not, you're not dropping your R's like, you know, in the yeah. South Projects or something. Yeah, yeah. South Philly gun shop owner justify in shooting of two burglars killing one. Now, this story came out. These are, these are looters, looters and rioters that did this. Yes. So when you see terms where it says, you know, burglars, you know, that we have in this story, it's because, well, that's... Well, technically, that's what they were doing. Exactly right. Exactly right. But these In were, the process of burglarizing, they called themselves a rioter hoping that that would negate the insurance claim. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, very true. Uh, District Attorney Larry Krasner on Friday announced charges against one of several men accused of attempted robbery at a South Philly gun shop earlier this week, only to be met by a gun-wielding owner who fatally shot one and wounded another. Krasner also said the owner's actions were justified. Nice. Justified. The facts we know and the law are clear that the business owner's use of force while inside his own property against a burglar accompanied by others who was entering with a gun in his hand was justified, the DA stated in the news release. Did you read, would you read why he said it was a good thing? Tell us, sir. It is fortunate to the city of Philadelphia that this large cachet of guns and ammunition were not taken and sold on the streets. Yeah. That's a left-handed compliment if I ever heard of that. <laughs> exactly, right? He didn't hit me with a pimp hand, but damn it, I still left a mark. 
the, uh, the, the bad guy, I'm not going to give you his name here, uh, was 17 years old, was charged with robbery, burglary, conspiracy, related charges stemming from his alleged involvement in a grouped armed robbery of the Firing Line gun store located on the 1500 block of South Front Street. Investigators say the bad guy, three other men arrived at the Firing Line around 4 a.m. Uh, in multiple cars. The owner of the shop, whose name was not released, was inside the building, scapeguarding inventory after reports of the recent spate of looting in Philadelphia. The four men reportedly broke into the building using tools and proceeded up a staircase to the second floor. Investigators say the suspects were met by gun-toting owner who fired three shots, fatally wounding, excuse me, fatally wounding the 29-year-old and then striking the 17-year-old bad guy once in the shoulder. Yeah, see, you don't go up the stairs in a group. That's what we refer to in the industry yeah. as a choke point. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, every, everybody. Listen, Anakin. I have the high grounds. You don't. You know. You don't <laughs> <talk> <laughs> That's right. And now you look like a roasted marshmallow. Yeah. So that's a uh, that's something you don't want to be doing. You don't. You don't. You want to be looting. You don't want to be going into to gun stores. I know there have been a couple of uh, gun stores that have been burglarized during the looting. And uh, listen, I'm going to tell you right now. If you're listening, uh, um, most of them, most of them have dudes with guns in them. Okay. So if you're coming through with bricks, rocks, bats, guns, whatever it happens to be, I'm going to tell you like this right now. On the other side of that door, glass, roll down, whatever it happens to be, are dudes with guns. And, and maybe dudettes. You know, there are plenty of dudettes with guns out there also. Those locked doors aren't necessarily for their safety. They're for yours. Oh, exactly right. Yeah. See, if you break into the building, now you've given them an indication of your intent. Yes. And that's a forcible felony. Yes. And then I guess they'll comfort your widow or widowers. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And listen, if you break in with a gun, that gun store is probably going to take that gun and sell it at a lesser cost to make a profit on it. So, I mean, it's just all around. It's just, just full circle. It comes full circle. <laughs> it comes full circle. Yeah. So. It, this is not John Carter of Mars. <laughs> you do not get to keep what you kill. What? It's not, oh, man. It's not Riddick. It's not I, the way that works. I thought that's the way it worked. So. <laughs> if that were the way it worked? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wall Street would be riddled with bodies. Yes. Okay. Yes, bloody gory bodies. Yes. Oh boy. So um, there was a shooting in Florida as well that we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cover with you for for you real quick, just so you know. This one was a was not a looter. This was not a bur This was a this was a standard burglary, not a looting burglary. Florida man shoots kills home intruder who was attacking his wife. A Florida man in his seventies fatally shot a home intruder who busted through the glass front door and began attacking his wife. Deputies arrived at the Panama City home around 6.05 a.m. and found 31-year-old suspect laying on the floor dead and a handgun on the counter. Husband stated he felt he could not physically stop the intruder, so he went he upstairs. He pretty much physically stopped the intruder. Oh, he did, yeah. yeah. Physically, yeah. That's what Sam Colt said. <laughs> uh, so he went upstairs to get the firearm. He shot the firearm multiple times, ending the threat. Uh, the husband whom deputies did not name, said he was standing outside when Edwards walked up, bad guy's name is Edwards, walked up to his driveway and approached him in a threatening manner. Witnesses told deputies that the bad guy was acting erratically, screaming and swearing. He went into his home through the garage to get away from the bad guy. This is the homeowner. Uh, according to deputies, Edwards' bad guy followed and pounded on the door to the house, shattered a large glass panel in the front uh, door, and entered the home. Bad guy then knocked the man's wife to the floor, got on top of her, and was beating her. 
the husband said. Husband said that he then shot bad guy who was pronounced dead at the scene. Uh, the man's wife was treated at a local hospital for her injuries. Uh, bad guy who was from Georgia was staying nearby in a short-term rental residence. Well, yeah. Now he, uh, now he's got a long-term place to stay. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just say that. I just have to, you know, say that you know I'm, I'm surprised and impressed with this elderly gentleman in his seventies mm-hmm. was able to, you know, remain seventy. I thought he was eighty-three. Anyway, he's older than me. Yeah, there you go. He's not quite as old as Kevin. Right, but, right, right. Yeah. Uh, but those are dog ears. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, that yeah. left a bruise. Yeah. But he was able to remain. You know, keep his wits about him that, yeah. you know, somebody come up to him in his yard, so right. he got away from him, mm-hmm. and, you know, he was in the front yard, so he didn't clearly go through the front door. He went through the, the secondary entrance in the garage to get away from him. Right, right. Then the bad guy broke in his, you know, broke in his front door and started beating his wife and was, I'm going to say, man enough to realize... I can't take him physically. Yeah, listen, this is a 30-something-year-old guy, yeah, I, and I'm, he's acting erratically, so who knows if he's on the, uh, he's on the angel dust you know, yeah, or on the yeah. PCP or something like that. And so, so I need to get my equalizing tool. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. He, he took care of the situation. Yeah, he did. You, you know what the first thing the wife said when this was over? Who's going to clean that up? What took you so long? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Something along those lines. It had to be. I do. Eh, yeah. Eh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm getting the impression they've been married for a while. Probably. Probably. Yeah. And, and you know what he said? Take me. No. Take he, me. No. He probably said, "Damn, I should have waited." <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> That's what he said to her. He didn't mean it. He's just trying to get. He's got to get the power back. Yeah. Got to get the power back. He can't. Got to get the power back. That's always a it, that struggle. You know, get. For a marriage to work, you got to have one who's lazy and one who's crazy. That's why your marriage works. What if they're both the same person? No, no, no. They can't be the same person. <laughs> All right. I'm just checking. I'm just checking. And sometimes it happens. Sometimes it happens. So. I'll say I'm looking pretty good for both, though. You are. You are. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. I've seen your grass. I've seen your dad. So I'm I'm gonna go with hey, uh, it's raining. I'm gonna go with uh, it's raining Mrs. right Rolls, now. The crazy one, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, but we get it's raining for the last ten years. It's been raining. <laughs> we get back from the break. We should have Major Bill with us, but evidently there's some uh there's some shenanigans, going, some shenanigans some going shenanigans. on near where he works, and he might have to go down there. And uh, they call them flash mobs when they're gonna do a musical, right? But they call them pop up protests when they're not. Oh, is that really pop <laughs> pop up protest? Is it that? That was a Pop, pop music. I was going to say that was an 80s special on MTV, wasn't it? Pop-up protest? Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's pop-up video. Oh, okay, give you gotcha. the bubbles and tell you the background. <laughs> oh, yeah. This looter is from uh, Fort Dodge, Iowa. <laughs> You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break. This is Mike from Arms Room Radio, and I support this message. Matt Mallory and Clint Macro, co-hosts of Meet the Pressers, will be offering USCCA instructor development courses in Titusville, Florida, at the American Police Hall of Fame Museum. Matt will be teaching the Concealed Carry and Home Defense Fundamentals instructor course on June 27th and 28th. And Clint will be teaching the Defensive Shooting Fundamentals Level 1 instructor course on June 29th through July 1st. Sign up on meetthepressers.com. Mike again. Join Arms Room Radio with Clinton Matt at the range, June 27th to July 1st. America. 
Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check Check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Brigadier General Theodore Ted Roosevelt, Jr. died July 12, 1944, one month after the D-Day invasion. Roosevelt, 56, from Oyster Bay, New York, commanded the 8th Infantry Regiment and 70th, 70th Tank Battalion. Roosevelt, at 56 years old, was the oldest man deployed in the D-Day landings and was one of the first to land on Utah Beach. Armed with only a pistol and his walking cane, he carried out reconnaissance and began directing his forces under heavy enemy fire. After the war, many of his men under his command <coughs> recalled his calm and humorous demeanor as having inspired them to push forward. For his service in World War I, then Major Roosevelt was awarded several medals and commendations, including the Distinguished Service Cross and the French Chevalier Legion d'Honneur. After returning to the U.S., Roosevelt became the Governor of Puerto Rico and later Governor General of the Philippines. For his service in World War II, General Roosevelt was awarded the Distinguished Service Cross, the Army Distinguished Service Medal, four silver stars, and the Purple Heart. Roosevelt was also awarded the Medal of Honor in recognition of his actions on D-Day. Army Brigadier General Theodore Ted Roosevelt, Jr., you are not forgotten. Folks, I, I try to be jovial on this show and try not to make it too serious. We try to make you aware of the things that you need to be worried about and how to keep yourselves ready to protect yourselves when the need arises. But I will tell you that when I practice law, I practice law very seriously. I have the sixth largest jury verdict in the United States in Orange County, Florida, here a few years ago for $27.5 million. I do know how to try a case, and if you need help, you can call us, 407-480-2179. I don't put billboards up on the side of I-4 saying how much money I got somebody. I just send them a check and let them spend it. Yes, you do. Thank you, sir. And it's, uh, listen, you, you hear us say it all the time, folks. We're not joking. We talk about maximum effort. 
You're not going to get much more Max Manfred. Let me let's see a guy on a billboard that's uh, worked as hard as Kevin has for some of these people. It's just uh, it's a, it's an amazing feat. I'll say that. Uh, now, normally we'd have on the line with this uh, Major Bill. Do we have Major Bill with us today? Ground control. Major Bill. Major Bill. Bill. We're going to listen to his music because I know you guys like Major Bill's music. So I'll let you hear that for a moment. I'm not even sure how you came to that conclusion. <laughs> that we like Major Bill's music. Take your protein pills. Major Bill is—he's uh, got—he's got, a, he's got something going on. He's—he's he's, he's working a situation. What is, Busy man. Busy I, man. I believe he called it. What was it, Kevin? Uh, what was the term he used? A pop-up protest. Pop-up protest. Pop-up protest. So what we're going to do is um, uh, really—it's—it's. It's, oh, I believe you. I believe you. Lots of pop-up protests going on. Pop-up protests. Yeah. And it's like a flash mob, only they don't bring instruments and Listen, things. I think a lot of the reason we haven't had them in uh, in our portion of Central Florida is because the past ten days. It's been raining every day, and not just like a little bit of rain here. These have been these weird all-day rains, which we don't normally have here. Yeah, nice soak. Do you know how much yeah. I had to seed the atmosphere? <laughs> With the yeah. chemtrails. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So what we're going to do is give you a little bit, little bit more on, uh, on the D-Day here now, because this is, uh, well, let's see, we're talking 2056. This is 76 years since D-Day invasion. So, uh, so this doesn't is, feel that long. I listen. If you think about seventy six. That means, and you hear about that that, that our that our our heroes, the greatest generation from World War Two, are, I mean, just going at an astronomical and, rate. And you know? so everybody's clear. Yeah. I did not participate in the D Day invasion. No, you, you were. Yeah, you, you were, were in China. 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 I was yeah. actually in Burma. In Burma. I was actually okay. in Burma. Okay. I, in <laughs> I knew that Bill would go there. Yeah. I you were in China. So <laughs> I, actually, I was actually trying to get over Try, the hump. Over the hump. Over the hump. Uh, this is the uh, Ian Higgins. This is the day before. This this is the uh, the the communique, the the order that was put down to all of the the, the soldiers, sailors, and airmen that were getting ready to uh, invade uh, uh, Fortress Europe. Um, Listen up. This is from the Supreme Headquarters Allied Expeditionary Force. Soldiers, sailors, and airmen of the Allied Expeditionary Force, you're about to embark upon the great crusade toward which we have striven these many months. The eyes of the world are upon you. The hopes and prayers of liberty, loving people everywhere march with you. In company with our brave allies and brothers-in-arms on the fronts, you will bring about the destruction of the German war machine, the elimination of Nazi tyranny over the oppressed peoples of Europe, and security for ourselves in a free world. Your task will not be an easy one. Your enemy is well-trained, well-equipped, and battle-hard. He will fight savagely. But this is the year 1944. Much has happened since the Nazi triumphs of 1940 and 41. The United Nations inflicted upon the great defeats in open battle, man-to-man. Our air offensive has seriously reduced their strength in the air and their capacity to wage war on the ground. Our home fronts have given us an overwhelming superiority in weapons and munitions of war and placed at our disposal great reserves of trained fighting men. The tide has turned. The free men of the world are marching together in victory. I have full confidence in your courage, devotion to duty, and skill in battle. We will accept nothing less than full victory. Good luck, and let us all beseech the blessing of Almighty God upon this great and noble undertaking. On that note, we had American personnel that were... 1,931,885 on land, 659,554 in the air, 
285,000 in the Na- in the navy for a total of 2,876,439 officers and men that stormed the beach that day on 5,333 allied ships and landing craft all of them with their day at the beach provided your day at the beach Hoorah. The, the best thing we can do to honor them for their sacrifice is never forget them like Mike mentioned earlier unfortunately we are losing so many of that generation at, at such a rapid pace it, 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 it brings chills to me to where you can sit down and talk to a, another human being that what I studied about they were there there were some great shows on, on National Geographic and on the History Channel where you can listen to them talk about what they went through and what they were doing. And they're, they're almost nonchalant about it. Like they're talking about someone else. Yeah. Because to them now, that is oh, someone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. They've lived two more lifetimes since that happened. They're not the same person that they were before. You know, it, 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 uh, they put it away. They packed it up. They put it in a paper bag. They put that paper bag inside of a canvas sack. They put that canvas sack on the bottom of a locker. They put that locker in the attic, and they put it away. Yeah. And they didn't ever plan to take it out again. Yeah, at, at, at that point Until in time. Until somebody broke into their house and started beating their wives. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, and they that's... went, wait a minute. <laughs> That's one of the things you you, do, you don't want, you know, that's, that's always in the back of my mind of, you know, not that I would ever do it anyways, but I look at it as a, as a, a term of respect. I'm never going to mess with a veteran of any sort, just solely of, you know, I, I may be looking for, you know, just, you know, just a, you know, a, a Saturday night, you know, fisticuff battle. They're going to go into flashbacks. You know, there's, and, there's, and they, there's, you know, there's a comedian it's a out fight there. for their life. And, and, and she like, does a uh-uh, bit uh-uh. about her pop-pop. Her, her pop-pop. Oh, isn't he cute? Look at pop-pop. He's so cute. He's like, pop-pop's got 53 kills. You, know, <laughs> you need to leave pop-pop alone. All right? He may put up with your crap, but there's going to be a point at which he's going to go, all right, get me up out of this chair. I've got to talk to somebody about that. <laughs> leave him alone. Too much. Too much. Too much. Yeah, it's a... Um, it's a it's a it's a great. I think about the undertaking of what it was. Just oh, uh, yeah. it's just absolutely phenomenal. I think that's actually called Graves Registration. I'm going to call them. Oh, yeah. Just just, uh, just I think we lost something like five thousand men in the first five hours. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It um, horrendous. And and listen. And it took uh, you know the better part of a year to. To, to drive the will to you know to fight out of the uh, Nazi Germany, so um, you know, and um, you know, eleven months or so, and uh, that was it. I, I love one of the aspects too that I've, I've seen of the many stories about the invasion of D-Day. Once they took the beach, they're having trouble getting through the was it the Rhineland? Yep. You know, the, the tanks kept having oh, trouble yeah. going over the hills, hedgerows, and yeah, the hedgerows, and they were just hitting the soft armor on the bottom. But then they talked to a mechanic. You know, it's plain Jane mechanic, it, yeah. and he came up with the method of just plow through them. Yeah. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Stick around. We'll be back after the break.
The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios location. Bravo. Last segment. Here we are, last segment. Already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, if you had uh, last uh, segment, you had problems hearing us, if the signal was dropping in and out, all I could tell you is that uh, pierces that were made, there may have been some active enemy uh, electronic countermeasures deployed against us, but, the, uh, but our, our, our recovery systems and counter-battery systems worked, and uh, we're back here with you uh, we're back here with you live. Now, we, we may also have some, uh, some cheap, fresh-fired brass available if anybody needs it. We'll just, uh, I'll have to go out and check the, uh, check the phalanx, you know, see, see how it looks. So. Cheap? Cheaper than not... Uh, 20-millimeter brass. I know, I know. Well, you know. That's not cheap. I got a guy. <laughs> I got a guy. I got a guy. He hangs out down by the range, down by the uh, Avon bombing park. He's like, hey, get your, get your experienced brass right here. Get your experienced brass. <laughs> this brass knows what it's doing. Oh, you don't want, no, you don't want none of that, uh, that uh, rookie brass. And, you know, never saw the taste of battle before. Oh, you want experienced brass. It knows, it knows how, to, how, to, how to 
keep its calm under battle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're the kind of guy that walking around in the middle of the desert, <laughs> picking up the 30 millimeter spent Galahad rounds from the A10 Warthog, going, <laughs> "We're gonna make so much money." <laughs> no, no, you're not. No, no, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah, don't keep you, those in your pocket either. By no, way. no, no. That, yeah. Well, if you don't want kids, or you want your kids to have two heads. Yeah, right. It's fine. Right, right. I mean, I say it's depleted. <laughs> depleted ish. <laughs> Quasi complete depleted. Yeah. It just made the needle move a little bit, not a lot. <laughs> oh boy. If it made, if the needle moved a lot, it'd still be in the reactor. It's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a purpose. Well, you know, yeah. it's down to like six, sixty octane, so we can't really use it for in the engine, <laughs> but we could blow you up with it. I mean it's you know, not like we can like it won't burn regularly. We got to use yeah. an aspirated carburetor. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. You know, it's, it's like that kind of thing. I got it. Well, I run it in my lawnmower, but I'm not going to put it in my motorcycle. No, you know, right? Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, there you go. That kind of thing. Very good analogy. Exactly Very. right. Exactly right. Um, the uh, Fremont Street. Anybody been to Vegas? We've been to Vegas. By the way, for the shot show. By the way, you care? You may not. I have 45 cal. Oh, oh, huh? Huh? Depleted uranium. Oh, you do? Ooh. Oh, I care. I care. You care. Oh. He, doesn't, ah. he, doesn't, he doesn't care. I'll even. carry it in my mouth. I want some of that. <laughs> <laughs> carry it in my pants. Is that a spare bag that. in your mouth? Visitors to Fremont Street to be defenseless. Metal detectors are to be installed. Um, yeah. Listen, have you ever been to, if you've ever been to, to Vegas, Vegas, uh, Fremont Street is, what's that, Old Vegas? I think yeah, pretty much. Called, pretty Vegas. much. It's kind of it's neat if you want to if you want to go do a little bit less walking and see a lot more stuff all at once, it's, it's, it's old Vegas. Now, you're not going to see, like, a, you know, Don Rickles or Sammy Davis Jr. No, out there. You no. know, it's just, well, it's, if you do, <laughs> yeah. you apparently you, had yeah, a bad you, afternoon. You, Ooh. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, especially, you know, Don Rickles and Sammy Davis Jr. Don't eat, don't eat buffet from the eight, uh, seafood from the $8 <laughs> buffet. I'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> the shrimp supposed to smell like bleach? Is that just being clean, right? That's just being clean. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, it's it's that old timey, yeah. You know, it's it yeah. when you see the uh, all the neon lights, and I'm not talking about all of the neon lights. I'm talking like all the neon lights that exist are there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fre- Fremont Street is the original or old school Las Vegas Strip. Yes. Yeah, and it was walking because the current yeah. strip, you can walk it. I know, I've done it. But it's, yeah, a, it's you're three miles tired. long. Yeah. You're, I'm still it, tired. You know, it, you, but that, it's an optical delusion. <laughs> yeah. You're like, hey, the, the tower's right over there. Yeah, the stratosphere. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it's like, it's the you've, desert. Been, you've been walking for 10 days. Miles and yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think I'm going to die now. Yeah. Pretty sure it's further away. We can <laughs> walk there. You're, you know, you're still walking two hours later. Yeah. It's, it hasn't gotten any closer. Nope, nope. Keep walking. Yeah. No. Yeah, I knew that. I had just been back from the desert the first time we went out to SHOT Show in Las Vegas, and uh, somebody said... What was the name of that desert? The desert I was in? It was a desert with no name? <laughs> yeah, there was, a, there was a horse with no name. That's what in you the, were right. <laughs> I was right. Horse with no name in the desert. You know um, why it was a horse with no name? You don't name camels. That's true. I was actually in the, uh, one of the places. I was in the, the Gobi Desert. You were? Yeah. So I, I, get, to, I get to go special places when I was there. Um, but uh, we... I had just come back from the desert. Cold Guinness. <laughs> yeah, weird. I had just come back from the desert, and somebody said, "Let's walk to the stratosphere. It's only like a half mile away." I looked right at him and went, "You're high. That's every bit of six miles." <laughs> I can tell you right now. No, no, it looks like it's right there. Yeah, 
That's what the desert does to it. Optical delusion. There is nothing. There are no pollutants in the air. There's no moisture in the air. There's nothing for you to indicate. Nothing refracted. Yeah, exactly. It's so clear. It looks like it's right in front of you. I'm telling you, that's um, (laughs) six, eight miles away. (laughs) That's why that spider looks like a normal size, but you get up to it, and it's as big as a dinner plate. That's right. So at Fremont Street, you have, uh, again, Old Vegas. Now, it's kind of got an entryway in, entryway out. That the, where it says Fremont Street, that street part is gone. That's all you walk. It's a walkway. On, yeah, it's a walkway. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a, a shutdown. Yes, right. Spot like like Church Street used to be. And for Orlando, yeah. If, you, if you've got one of them downtown areas, that where uh, they, they close it up one night a week, yeah, and you yeah. can walk around and don't have to get, worry about getting in by a taxi or something. As Vegas begins to reopen to tourism, images show Fremont Street being fenced off and metal detectors installed. This will leave tourists disarmed and defenseless. And empty. And empty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm not going. No, absolutely not. Um, you know, the, the nice part about Vegas is it's a uh, uh, you, you, concealed carry state, and it's an open carry state. You can open carry in Vegas. Now, most of the casinos won't let you in open carrying, but if you decide you want to walk up and down the strip open carrying, you, it's okay. It's, it's legal. Yeah, uh, you're in public property. Correct. Um, now they have said, and I don't know what they've done. Maybe there must have to be some sort of, they had to purchase the street, the private property, because it how may, can you, may, maybe it is. How maybe. can you take the, how can you take the public property and, and make it private and apply, uh, you know, and, and now the laws don't apply to it anymore. Uh, it's called, uh, overreaching. Yeah. Overreach. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. Hmm. So, um, I'm sure this will uh, this will end up in a lawsuit, and people are going to say exactly that. Well, we, well, well, you know what? Alan's probably already filed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's on that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, think on poop. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Gottlieb there in the Second Amendment Foundation. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, listen, uh, Vegas. Uh, when you go to the casinos there, uh, there's I, I, I've only seen one or two that say no firearms allowed. Now they have no open carry. They they have a lot of the uh, the. The adult entertainment establishment. Yes, that they don't let you carry firearms. I heard that. I, I did hear take that. All of Earl's daily carry with me on one occasion out there because he got talked into escorting. A oh, he husband was gonna, and a wife. He was going to supervise the he people was there. T- yeah. Escort yeah. Guard them. Yeah. yeah, he was going to guard. And them. I yeah. carried all of his daily carry yeah. back to the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. And if I had fallen in a body of water, yeah. I would have drowned. I remember you guys telling me about I that took when you a got back. Of yeah. that, and it looks like a platoon's worth. Oh, of yeah. equipment. Yeah. I mean, yeah. How many knives do you have there? Uh, with total, nine. Well, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why that happened, too, because <laughs> when we go to Vegas, it's in, uh, it's in January for SHOT Show. Um, we live in Florida. It doesn't get below 60 much here. So we were out there, and it was 30, 40 degrees. Earl had three or four layers of clothes on, and every layer he was armed. Right. He was you take his jacket off, <laughs> he lose 15 pockets. pounds. Yeah. Yeah. He'd lose 15 more pounds. Yeah. He, yeah. Now, you did take a jacket off, there would be two more guns there. Then he took that jacket off, yeah, there would be two more guns there because he had another layer. Because he didn't know what layer he was going to oh, be yeah, at any, any given time. Because yeah. I walked just from, just from the door back to the conveyance, and I sounded like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> ching, ching. What's happening? There's no way for me to keep this stuff from clanking together. I don't have – I can't. I can't. It's like you – know, you ever done like a 100-pound and neat hand – Farmer carries. Yes, that's what I felt like. Yeah, yeah. I was like, God, I got to start doing more lower body work. <laughs> this is, this is a lot. <laughs> yeah, you know, he used to be taller. He did before <laughs> he started carrying all that stuff. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. A little spinal compression going on there. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Happens to the best of us. Carry his hip joints yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Why do you wear knee braces? 
Because <laughs> I need to. Yeah. <laughs> Why is the spring in the back so I can stand up with all this weight on? So, so reach out to uh, listen Second Amendment Foundation. Reach out to the Nevada Carry Association. Let them know those, and they're going to need some help fighting that battle. I know what they're going to need. They're going to need some. They're going to need some Georges. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna need some uh, yeah. some Franklins. Yeah. Some, uh, some donation stuff there. So listen, I want to thank our guest at the top of the program, uh, Sheriff Wayne Ivy from Brevard County. He's always a always a pleasure to have him on. Great uh, great viewpoints. Great uh, great great sheriff. Yes. Um, and uh, Major Bill was unable to join us. He had some work to get done. So I just want to thank everybody for listening. And uh, until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, now more than ever, keep your head on a swivel. Deltex Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.